Hey, it's Scott Rockfile back with another podcast review. Going to talk about the 2023 film Meg 2, The Trench. Well, the short version is I wasn't really looking forward to this movie. I never really read the Meg books. I remember when they came out, they were the... uh, I don't know, kind of companion piece to Jaws at the time. Benchley had written Jaws, and this other writer had written these Meg novels, and they went on and carried on as he wrote sequels and stuff. And this is actually based on the sequel to the original book, but doesn't have a whole lot to do with the sequel of the original book, in name only, and maybe some of the locations. Haven't read it, can't speak to that, but I did do a little research, and yeah, there's a lot more going on in the book than went on in this film. But with all of that being said, Meg to the Trench if you're looking for an underwater giant monster movie, a la like a Godzilla movie, a King Kong movie, something like that, you will be entertained by this flick. Seriously. It got some bad reviews, but it made almost $400 million. And on a $130 million budget, it made its money back. We're going to get a third one. Trust me. They haven't announced that yet. They, they have an idea. They want to continue the books. But it made over three times its budget. That's the barometer. That That's how another one gets made. In my review for the very first movie, which I marginally liked, you know, I saw it in the theater, I bought it, I've watched it a couple times since. It's entertaining for a schlocky B-movie kind of fest with A-level actors, A-level, you know, special effects and things like that. But you could tell in the first movie and some other big Hollywood movies that there are more than one, several Asian movie companies behind it, and they forced in a couple of Asian movie stars in a storyline that didn't really fit into the first movie. It was minor, and it wasn't a big deal, and if you weren't really paying attention, it kind of just flew by, and it wasn't. But that was to give some some Mandarin-speaking, some Chinese-speaking actors in that movie so it would play well to that audience well they've kind of doubled down on that while this movie has less asian speaking actors there's one and he's in a lot more of the movie than the two were in the original but i thought it was great because he's a great actor he's really good in the role he and jason statham basically carry the movie and they're all in you know What changed my mind on even watching it, I didn't see it when it was in theaters over the summer, and I picked it up recently from Best Buy because they're clearing out their home media, and it was really cheap to pick this movie up. Um, But I read something that made me interested, that Ben Wheatley directed it. I don't know if you know who he is, but Ben Wheatley has directed some very interesting horror, science fiction, and action films that are smaller, but they're really well made. They're really well done. Uh, He made a movie called Kill List. That will punch you in the gut at the end of the movie. It plays out like a a typical kind of one type of movie. And at the end, it's just, it's a pretty hardcore horror flick. He's directed some other things that were very surreal. He's made some very interesting movies. And I thought it was just really interesting that they chose him to direct this giant, big budget monster movie. But as it turns out, and I watched, there's only two extras on the 4K. um, Watch some of the extras that he was all in. He was like, he liked the first movie. He likes the books. And they said, are you interested? And he had already worked out some animatronic stuff, some animated stuff. He had already written some of the script. Uh, They got the original writers from the first movie to come back. So that's good. It feels like the same movie. The special effects are about on par. I would say a lot of the special effects are A, some of them are B+. Um, There's more monsters. There's more bigger things. They do more things. They do more underwater. It's 
overstuffed. Like a like a Fast and the Furious movie, it's more convoluted than the first one. There's all sorts of characters, all sorts of plot lines, all sorts of story things going on, and all and they just keep throwing it at you, and that keeps you going. That I guess you don't really have to think about it too much. I mean, the idea of suits that can go down at twenty thousand feet depths and things like that, pretty science fictiony, but they pull it off. Um, there's a big section of the movie that plays out like the movie Underwater. If you've seen that movie, where they're having to walk across a very deep. Um, part of a trench and they get attacked and i i you know really thought underwater kind of set the bar for action underwater like that and meg too may have raised that bar just a little bit they do some pretty incredible things with things down there um but again you have to suspend disbelief on a lot of this stuff if you've ever been scuba diving if you know how the ocean works there's some things in here you know but again i don't watch i'm not watching a documentary this is not blue planet i'm watching a movie to be entertained I would trim it down a little bit and put a little less in the next one. Let's get an hour and 30 minute, an hour and 45 minute Meg 3 that just, when it's over, you want more. Because by the time this was done, I was just felt pummeled with, I don't want to give spoilers, but it's in the trailer. Giant octopuses, giant sharks, giant other things. There's a lot going on in this film. But again, had I not known that Ben Wheatley was behind it and I sat down in the movie theater and watched this over the summer, I would have probably been, meh. But last night, I was not looking forward to it. I wanted something I hadn't seen yet. I had a couple hours to kill. It was like an hour and 55 minutes right at two hours. I'm like, you yeah, well, know, I got about two hours to kill before I'm going to go to bed. Um, let me put this in. If I don't like it, I can you know, fast forward or watch something else. And I watched the whole thing. Not a perfect film. Like I said, there's some trimming that could be done. Some of the special effects could have been better. But overall, there's some nice... Um, um, remember that movie with Samuel L. Jackson, Deep Blue, whatever... Um, where all of a sudden he was giving a speech and he gets chomped and it's just out of nowhere and it was wonderful. There's a scene like that where somebody's just pontificating and it's like, really? You know, hey, this room is shark proof. It's not, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but the movie knows what it wants to be. It knows what it is, that it is a B-schlock fest. And they're just going to keep throwing these, these stretching credibility type uh, scenes at you one after the other, not letting you think about it, not letting you any breathing time. It really is a solid filled hour and 55 minute movie. I was not bored for one minute. Um, actually, I want to watch some of the action again because it moves really fast. It's cut together very fastly um, with these monsters fighting and stuff. It's some really good special effects and really well done. It's just one of my favorite movies of the year. No, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. No, but again, with the stuff we have on streaming and a lot of the science fiction and action stuff is just mediocre, this is a bit higher than that. They were aiming for something bigger, and they hit it. With almost a $400 million gross, I had no idea it made that much money. So we will get a sequel. And I'm interested because the second book, they go ahead and tell you that it's going to lead to something else, that, that this thing, but they kind of allude to it at the end of the movie, and they don't know anything about it, but... The director said if they let him make one more, he will continue this, the line, the, you know, the storyline from the books. And what happens next would be interesting to see. Um, there's more sharks. There's more big monsters. There's more underwater stuff. This is literally the sequel of more. And that's what they should have done. Had they done anything less, you would have complained that the, the shark effects were less or there was less of this or there was less of that. There is less of the talky-talky and more of the action-action. And if that's what you're looking for, then this movie fits the bill. I was pleasantly surprised how much I enjoyed it, was entertained by it. Not something I'm going to tell all my friends to go watch. But again, if you want something like Deep Blue or The First Meg, this is more of that. And sometimes we need a popcorn movie. Every once in a while I need a movie that just, you know, 
The movie, uh, I saw another review that said the movie was not happy with just being dumb. It had to pile all this other stuff on. And that's it. You know, it's, they know who they're making this for. It's like the, the Fast and the Furious people know you want the convoluted stuff. The Mission Impossible fans know that you, they want that convoluted stuff. They want that storyline that's just overcooked and too many characters and too many plot lines. Well, this is kind of that movie, but too many monsters, too much action. Is that a bad thing to say for this kind of movie? It earned its budget at 130 between 129 and 139 million. It looks like a 300 million dollar movie. It so much stuff is destroyed. Um, there's so many special effects shots. It's incredible um, from that aspect of it. Again, there are much better movies I saw this year. The Creator. A lot of, a lot of people talking about that. That was one of the best movies of the year. This is not that. But for giant shark movies with Jason Statham, this was fine. This was better than I expected. It won't be on my top 10 list at the end of the year, but it was quite entertaining. And if you're looking for a giant shark movie, you can do a lot worse than Meg 2. The Trench. There's a lot of stuff in The Trench, by the way. A lot of stuff. Like I said, that middle part is a lot like the movie Underwater. And if you haven't seen that movie, that one's pretty good, too. So check out Meg to the Trench if you're into it. Maybe you've got family over for Christmas and you don't want to watch anything polarizing. Well, this is a whole bunch of, you know, sharks eating people. That's kind of fun. I'm Scott. I'm Rockfile. Thanks for listening to this podcast. A lot more on the way. Happy holidays and Merry Christmas. I hope you have a wonderful day.